So I recently have um, looked at a movie in theaters after a long time of not going to theaters. Yeah, 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 you know the whole deal. Uh, gas prices are crazy, right? I mean, it's not like any other world-changing event stops you from going to see movies. But um, I went and saw Hitman's Wife Bodyguard. Um, and it was actually very enjoyable. But when I tell you that, I mean, like, I, I really, I really liked that movie. I thought it was amazing. And I'm surprised that it did not get the promotion that it deserved when it came out. I didn't know the movie released when it was out, which was crazy. And it's like, I've been seeing ads for it all over the place. But when it finally dropped, I had no fucking idea. And I find that strange as hell. Very strange. But... You know, and I was like, I enjoyed that movie, and I thought it was, you know, gaggle of laughs and everything like that, but it was just, it was okay. I know personally, like, I'm going to buy it, um, because it was just, you know, the cast and everything they had going on was amazing. Uh, clearly, you can tell, like, there was a hell of a lot of other stuff in the movie that they probably didn't have time editing-wise to keep in there, and I'm disappointed at that, because it seemed like it just had so much going for it. And then, you know, it being something from Millennium and all that, it, it was... It's really cool that the first Hitman Bodyguard was such a good movie. And then when they did this, it was like incredibly entertaining as well. Um, only problem I had was that Ryan Reynolds didn't have his girlfriend from the first movie. That's the only problem I had. But like I said, I enjoyed that movie. But I just watched um, the, what is it, the Tomorrow War? Or the War After Tomorrow or whatever <laughs> um, with uh, Chris Pratt. Uh, let me see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Tomorrow War. I knew it. I knew it. I was so smart that mm, bitches, <laughs> bitches love my smartness. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> Whoa! But yeah, I just saw the Tomorrow War, and I haven't been that. Excited while watching a movie. Not excited. Excited is a better word. I I haven't enjoyed watching a movie that much in a long fucking time. The Tomorrow War was a was really good. That was an amazing movie. And time travel shit aside, because they have the one of the most questionable concepts of time travel since Endgame, and realistically something that should be looked upon in grandiose detail, but. Luckily, the movie does not try to overcomplicate or explain their time travel. The shit is just what it is. And it essentially um, divulges into um, what I felt was like the um, Austin Powers effect uh, as, a, as far as time travel went. Where it's like, hey, they said they have time travel. And essentially, you kind of have to forget that in order to enjoy the ride. Unlike Endgame, which had the stupidity of trying to further buckle down on their concept of time travel to just prove like oh yeah this make-believe bullshit has like perfect science and just made it that much more confusing and that much more stupid when everything was all over with rather than just being like hey time travel think of the comics fuck it um all i had to do was just say multiverse rather than time travel and it would have been fine but fuck it um you know they're stupid while as with this one they go into some detail and then they have small little snippets here and there explaining the shit, which is fan-fucking-tastic. But the movie as a whole was amazing. 
uh, I enjoyed every moment of it. Chris Pratt was the bump in this shit. Uh, I mean, like the the man was was just doing fantastic as being like like he fits so well as like your every like like an average Joe type of character. It's 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 un it's just weird that they don't have him play more of those roles, you know, whereas like you can see him like, and essentially this is what this movie did. Whereas, um, you know, like you can put him in a leadership, like he can rise up to a leadership position, but his character does not need to start off in a leadership position. And it's fantastic that he does that. And this movie actually displays that perfectly. And it was just, it was just awesome. Um, as well as giving like a, hardcore concept and wonderful motivation behind certain characters very believable um aspects of characters as far as them doing things and then just nice little nice little uh story elements that essentially didn't drag out like crazy of um trying to trick the audience by making them think like you know they're too fucking stupid to get it which is something that a lot of movies currently do today and it's like you kind of had things where it's like essentially right when you get to that point of reaching a conclusion of Hey, you know, I think this character is this. Bam, they they say it, and then it's like, oh, good. <laughs> and then it's like, well, we can't we can't go worry about that shit no more. And then they move the fuck on, and then the movie keeps going, and it's really really enjoyable. The effects was amazing. How they had the monsters looking, fighting um, the things, that, the little alien things that they fought were really cool. Um, even um the 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 dialogue was fantastic how they had the story uh, how they had the characters react there's a bunch of actors in this movie that you like hey i've seen them before but even though it was doing like a war thing they had so um they had just these rando everyday type of people in the situation kind of killing it as far as like you know standing their ground doing shit being um attentive or like having a focus being put on them where I was like, yeah, even if you are this highly trained military person in this situation, well, they kind of like get rid of all of them in the very beginning because they get wiped out from the first wave of people who got recruited in um and like going into the future and whatnot. So then you basically get people who basically are fumbling around and kind of don't know what to do and are thrown into this hot stakes situation. And essentially they're all scared, they're all terrified, and they just they can't really grasp focus on what the hell's going on because of the uh, huge lack of information that's given to them from people from the future, um, as well as a, a huge, numb, basically, uh, not, not an ignorance, but more so just a uh, casual, uh, well, what will be a good word? Like, uh, basically having this nonchalant attitude thr um, thrust upon all of their questions by the people from the future. So even though you would be more so often than not like ask the people from the future certain questions or whatnot. They just shrug it off like, yeah, shut the fuck up. But, you know, to them, it's like something that they've heard millions of times before. We're trying to get this shit done and you people are asking us stupid questions. Just hurry the fuck up. Um, now, as far as the time travel shit can go, I kind of adhered more to, um, what is it? Uh, um, what was it? Oh, yeah, um, Dragon Ball Z uh, Trunks rules, where essentially it is multiverse stuff. Um, to where it's not a distinct time travel type concept, but there are paradoxes that are done um, in, in the rules of their time travel. Hell, even the people themselves don't really understand it, which was another little nice little giveaway as to why the shit is the way that it is. And it's like the people who are even using it don't fully understand what it is. They're just trying to, they just need to use it because of the situation that they're in right now. Um, but 
I I enjoyed it. I really I really did enjoy it. The movie was just so good. It, it wasn't you know it wasn't as gripping, um, heart pounding adrenaline rush, but it was like an enjoyable movie where it was like the entire time while you're looking at it, you're just you're loving it. It, to say it was a gripping, heart-pounding, adrenaline rush, I, I'd have to sit there and remiss myself because of the fact that I've seen a bunch of fucking movies that do that, you know? So it was like, I'm kind of dull to that sense, but I was looking at, the, I was watching this movie and I was like, man, like when certain characters got killed or when certain characters dis, um, were eaten and like the the brutality of it, I was like, mm, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and it just, and it just, it was great. The aliens, how fast they were, how dangerous and deadly they were. The fact that it wasn't just in overwhelming um absolute kill of the humans but more so like you know the sheer number of the aliens themselves was what was um drawn back and holding back the humans on their own uh and and just like the the creativity and shit like that watching this movie reminded me of so many different elements from like so many different other movies but it was just essentially this movie was able to showcase it um better in a lot of movies. I was reminded a lot of um The Great Wall, the movie with uh Matt Damon. Uh the 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 Chinese movie with Matt Damon and all that. I was reminded of um more so a lot like what um Battle of Los Angeles, that type of deal when they kind of when they tried to do like their little soft slow moments of like creeping through stuff, um waiting for the aliens not to spot them and things like that. Uh but it just it took a lot of elements from different movies and whatnot but it really 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 was an enjoyable awesome movie the just i the relationship shit that they did in this <laughs> was beautiful um i don't know what's up with them and uh what's his name jk simmons but they just love putting his ass in shit <laughs> it's like more power to you um he will not be known as just j jonah jameson and <laughs> i'm happy that that's where <laughs> His career path has taken it, but it's one of the things where it's like, I really wish people would have noticed his acting prowess a long time ago because he could have been in other shit. But uh, yeah, I mean, the man is, is holding his own now and it's, it's fantastic. So it was just crazy that you just keep seeing him pop up everywhere. <laughs> it's like since his, uh, what was it, the drummer, that performance, then it was like, oh, we got to stick this guy in everything. Like he, He's amazing. He's not just farmers. Boom, 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 boom. Can I get sued for that? Can I? Can I? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do it at the right tempo. You can't, you can't get mad if it's not the right tempo. <laughs> oh no! But <laughs> I'm being silly. Um, I just can't express how much I really enjoy watching this movie. Yeah, I really thought it was cool. Um, having Chris Pratt have his relationship with his daughter, I, I just, I so wanted it to, to beat out um, Ant Man. I, I loved the back and forth with Ant Man. Um, well, uh, uh, Scott Lang and um, his daughter on Ant-Man. So, uh, you know, Paul Rudd being Paul Rudd. Him with the little girl on the first Ant-Man. Fan-fucking-tastic. I love that performance. I love that concept of when you have, you know, a father and a daughter or a father and a son and they just, they click. And then you have a child actor that can portray that shit perfectly. And I just so wanted Chris Pratt and his daughter to essentially give me that same energy. Not only did they give me that energy, they put that shit above and beyond. And it just made me love the movie even more because his relationship with his daughter became a huge fucking deal 
within the movie. And I love that. And it was like how he handled his daughter, how he treated his daughter, and how he raised his daughter determined so fucking much and helped so fucking much within the story. And that is fantastic. I've noticed that I haven't really like spoiled spoiled shit, but um, <laughs> I, huh, that's weird. I normally don't do that. I normally talk my head off and spoil so much, but uh, yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. That there's not really anything that you can look at this and be like, you know, someone tells you anything about it and you're like, oh, the movie is ruined. It's not that type of movie. Um, you know, it's like you can give away exactly how the ending is, or more so, you just go like, you know, the good guys win at the end. Well, well, well yeah, it's a movie. But um, even the length of the movie didn't even seem that long, considering the fact that it was just enjoyable all the way through. So there wasn't too many longer, um, unendearing parts, and actually, it uh, it carried itself incredibly well. So the pacing wasn't slow at all, even for its long runtime. It actually followed suit. Unlike Avengers Endgame, why do I keep fucking comparing it to Avengers Endgame? But unlike Avengers Endgame, which had some of the most mud trench running bullshit of pacing, which led to only one action scene, like fucking um, that lasted for like 15 to 30 minutes at the end of the fucking movie and just was a fuck all moment of uh, <laughs> of the movie. I, it just, you know, this movie actually was able to keep me interested in what the fuck was going on for a long period of time hell i um hell even when it got to the moments when it was like hey they're going to be more somber and there's going to be a lot more downtime talking and things like that i was generally interested in what the people had to say because either they were entertaining or i just wanted to know more about said person who was doing said thing and that's called character development or more so just something that made me like a fucking character in the first place to even want to listen to what they got to say. But when you have a goddamn depressing sludge fest in the beginning of the movie, I'm just so sad. These people disappear and I don't know what to do. I gotta cry every day. <laughs> you know, they're like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and it was like, you can't force me to be sad. I, you like, just like, I, you have to be able to make me get there in this movie. And the uh the tomorrow war it it just it it was able to do so much with i'm not even gonna say so little but what what it had on hand it did so much with it and i generally enjoyed it i like this movie way more than i intended to like it and i'm glad that i watched it <laughs> it was like you know i didn't even think that it was going to be that fucking good but it was that fucking good and and it was just fantastic hell even the side characters or the comic relief characters was just, oh, the, the beauty behind, oh man, I, I don't know his name, but black guy, real funny. He started off on like YouTube shit and then he started blowing up on like TV show appearances and whatnot. And now he's like doing full blown movies and now he's even starring in movies. Um, really cool actor. Um, always liked his stuff. And uh, he played a fantastic comic relief character. And I wish they would do comic relief characters like this more often. Um, and I, I, had, I had no choice but to compare him to like a comic relief character like Tyrese on um, the Fast and the Furious um, movie franchise, who essentially was introduced as someone who was, if not better, was equivalent to Paul Walker in terms of racing, car knowledge, and uh, intelligence. And, uh, and more so, he just went down a, a different path in life, which led him going astray. But him and Paul Walker damn near grew up the same, and they considered each other brothers. 
So it's also it's also annoying. Like when he died, it was more so a thing that they pinned on Vin Diesel rather than Tyrese's character, considering that that was literally like his fucking brother. But that's my own gripe with the movie series. But he's eventually, since the Too Fast Too Furious movie, Tyrese's character has always dwindled more and more and more for him to become like the lovable idiot, to where they now criticize and make fun of him and they kind of jokingly talk about him and shit like that uh to where it's like it's it's funny to shit on him but you know it's all love because we all love each other we don't do it to anyone else but you but we all love each other so shit like that and um it you know and like he says the jokes and whatnot but it's like that's kind of who he was on the too fast too furious movie but he was there was more to him than that from that original movie but then later on it just kind of made him dumber and dumber and dumber as everything as like as time went on held to the point of like what the um the the fast eight movie i I can't remember what movie it was where it was like they were on the snow and then he picked like a really fast sport car whatnot and then they were like did you add snow tires to it and he was like snow tires like what 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 are you talking about and and it was like uh, like he's not dumb you know but it's like they've made him dumb now and it's depressing that they've done that but that's what they've done. I, I can't believe you've done this. And <laughs> it's it's sad, but it's like, that's a bad comic relief character because essentially his only demeaning factor or the only thing that you're going to see as being funny to him is just the fact that he's stupid. You know, and it's like people criticize and talk about him and he just does and say stupid shit. And it's like, well, it's not a bad comic relief character, but it's just, that's the type of comic relief character he's been. But the thing is that that's the kind you constantly see all the time. You know, and it's like, it's a breath of fresh air where you get a different type of comic relief character. And the Tomorrow War gave us that. The uh, black guy in question, the one who I mentioned earlier, I do not know his name and I apologize for that. Um, I'm sorry, bro, but you're just not on that that level yet where I know your name by heart. But you're, you're getting there. You're getting there. <laughs> um, and it's like, hey, you keep going this route. Hey, I'm going to get it. <laughs> but uh, his comic relief character was someone who was intelligent and smart but incredibly nervous and scared considering the situation that they were in. And it fit beautifully to the point where when he said shit, it didn't demean or take away from his intelligence. All it did was just add on to the fact of his intelligence, but he was able to convey it in a way where it was still funny and entertaining, but his intelligence was never put into question, nor was he made to look stupid. He just did silly shit. And that was beautiful (laughs) it was so beautiful and like i said it actually was generally hilarious because it was a breath of fresh air and it wasn't other characters shitting on his character it was more so just seeing this character who generally was funny and silly being funny and silly but it didn't demean or take away from his character whatsoever and i love that just doing simplistic shit made him hilarious hell he loaded a gun and talked about how he's not gonna run away anymore or this time he's gonna fight and when he did it, they were they um they, someone brought up the fact that when he loaded the gun, it was empty. And then it was like you didn't even load the gun when you did that. Like you're trying to look cool, but you didn't even load the gun. And that in itself was funny. But then he responded with, "Yeah, I didn't load the gun. We're in a fucking airplane." He was like, "If I loaded the gun and it could have went off," and he was like, "We're in a pressurized chamber. This could have." He was like, "We all would have been sucked out or something." <laughs> and then so, and then it was like that was the joke. And it was like it wasn't, you know. And it was like, it, it, and I was thinking. I couldn't help but think, I was like, if this was Too Fast, Too Furious, I could see Tyrese's character doing that and saying that, and then them saying the gun isn't loaded, and then him being like, it, it, the, the gun wasn't loaded. And then it was like, that and that, that would have been the joke. And it was like, that would have been so predictable or whatever, but 
And it's like, that's as, that's as far as I went, more so making him be the lovable idiot rather as what they did with this guy was just make him endearing. And it was like, you know, and it's like he had he had a reason to do what he was doing. He had something to prove. He was willing to fight. And, you know, lives are at stake. And and it's like that's just the guy he was. And I I liked it. I liked his character. He he stuck around and I liked it. I, I wasn't annoyed when I saw him. He didn't say anything that made me get pissed. And him and Chris Pratt again, now him and Chris Pratt had beautiful chemistry. I really wish they would do more movies together because they were able to go off of each other fantastically. And I, I also got to give credit to this movie for getting a star-studded cast that were able to fucking act <laughs> and act well off of each other. You know, it wasn't too many people that were like bigger names than anyone else, but there were enough people on there to where there's like they got enough uh, uh, acting degree under their belt to where when these motherfuckers was doing shit, everything came off perfectly. You know, nobody was being too overbearing no one was being um wasn't really able to keep up um keep up with everyone else and then since it was more so of an action movie than anything else yeah kind of really didn't need them to be going full brad pitt all the time you just needed them to do their short burst of fantastic dialogue deliverance and character um, development and motivation and then straight to the action scene and and kudos to whoever fucking doing the movie where it was able to bing bang boom Get that shit out as quickly as they possibly could. Fan fucking tastic. Hell, even Chris Pratt's wife, who's like in the movie for just a, a smidge, was able to do amazing. Hell, it in like um their portrayal of like an average couple was just so <laughs> it was like so wonderful looking at them. I was like, this looks like an average couple. This does not look like a supermodel and a supermodel <laughs> living together. And they're just surrounded by normies as friends or whatnot, you know. And it was like kind of like the offset from um, Brad Pitt with his family on like World War Z, where I was like, yeah, that's Brad Pitt and these boring people. He wouldn't make kids that look like that. Come on, <laughs> you know. Or um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith with him and Angelina Jolie, where I was like, these people are clearly better than everyone they're associated with in terms of looks. But yeah, it was like I'm not saying. <laughs> Chris Pratt and the, the lady who played his wife were boring looking. I'm just saying that they gave a sense of normalcy, which I adore. And it was like, yeah, like you you want people to act like they can be regular people. Chris Pratt can play a regular guy. Like he looks like a regular guy. Uh I guess like if Mark when Mark Wahlberg tones down and he's not all fit or whatever, he kind of gives off that presence. But his acting kind of gives you a sense of like, hey, look at me. And you're kind of like drawn to the guy rather than being like, yeah, I can see him as a regular dude. It's like you look at him and it's like, no, nah, there's something about this guy. And that's kind of like the presence he gives. And it's like he can he can barely pull off a regular guy, but not that well. Mark Wahlberg has has his own type of presence and um, when he does movies. And that's one of the appeals in the, um, to like the other guys, whereas like that essentially is kind of like the negative of his character where he wants to be the center of attention but he's not the center of attention and you got to identify and adore something like that. Um, especially a movie that's able to capitalize on something like that. But um, <laughs> hell, even placing him with someone like Will Ferrell, who yeah, could like blend in the background, but it's like, yeah, Mark Wahlberg wants to be in the forefront. He wants to be the guy. And it's like, well, in all intents and purposes, he is that guy. <laughs> so yeah. But it's like Chris Pratt was able to do a do like they had a um, him being a teacher. 
And I was like, I could totally see him playing a teacher. Like, <laughs> and I was like, I've I just seen this move, this dude in like space movies recently, or like being in Guardians of the Galaxy and shit. And I was like, but he's a teacher. And I'm like, yeah, I can see it. His demeanor and everything totally, like, he capitalized on this, on that, on who this guy is and, and whatnot. You know, and it was like, they could have made him like make up any type of job for him to be in. But I was like, yeah, social, funny guy like that. And I was like, he made him a school teacher. Fan fucking tastic. Perfect. Perfect job for him. So they just they did fantastic with the casting. The story was cool. The um the movie was was a good length of a movie. I'm more so upset that I didn't get to see this in theaters. I would have paid money to go see this in theaters. That's how good this movie was. But hey, you know, you know we all <laughs> we can't have everything. So I guess all the thing I have to do now is buy a mansion and then stick a movie theater in said mansion and then play this movie in said mansion in my movie theater in order to get the movie theater experience that I would like to have with this movie. I, if I must, I guess I have to. So I guess I got to work on that now. Oh boy. We all got our crosses to bear. You know what I mean? But this has been my review. Um, hopefully this was enough to be spoiler free. I'm going to have to mark this down as spoiler free. Normally I spoil the shit out of movies, but you know, just kind of was just gawking at how great I liked it. But, uh, yeah, uh, I hope you appreciated that. <laughs> I really, really appreciated that. But thanks for sticking around, though. Um, this has been Day of the Flame. I have uh, this has been fun with flame. You can check out more of my stuff by going to anchor.fm slash Daniel the Flame. Um, my name has been, my name is Daniel the Flame. And as always, good people. All right, let me just start that shit over. Yeah, check out more of my shit on anchor.fm slash Daniel the Flame. This has been fun with flame. I've been your host, Daniel Flame. There we go. That feels better. Ah, that feels much better. <laughs> and as always, good people, hope you had fun.